Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the alien nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. hey yo. And with us, as always, as of lately, is Lawrence Burling. What's up? I bet if you guys had bet $1,000 who was going to be on today's episode, you would have won $1,000. <laughs> um, this is episode number 46, because yep. we looked it up yep. beforehand. We're professional. We're professionals. We keep saying this. Someday you're going to be <laughs> proud of us, and someday... You're we'll just actually gonna, be professional. Uh, someday <laughs> you're just someday you're just gonna expect us to know, and we'll fucking know. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, give me one of those sweet, smooth uh, jams. Wooka wooka. Right, he gave me. He gave me. It was one. like a, a one and a half, I guess. Ooh, it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> so beautiful. Taylor, what's first on the agenda? Uh, we got a little bit. Of what a, what we've been watching? Should I go first, or uh, one of you guys want to go? Hit it, buddy. Fuck it. All right. Um, so there's only a few things. Um, only because uh, it hasn't really. There haven't been too many new releases. Although there's something that I was hoping to catch. <laughs> that we were all hoping to catch that I couldn't. I'm going to interject real Which, quick. I'm going to interject real quick. <laughs> These motherfuckers were like, yeah, man, we're going to fucking review Ad Astra for next week's podcast. And then I was like, all right, dope. I'll go see it. And Taylor was like, yeah, man, I'm going to see it tomorrow. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to go see it. And then like, Lauren, okay, I'll give I'll give you I was credit. Say, let me interject I'll give, you're no, going to interject. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you credit because Lauren was like, oh, Taylor, let me know if you go see it. Because I don't yeah. want to see that movie. But, no, it, but it was... nobody fucking told me that we weren't seeing it. Yeah, it was it was totally on me. I so was... I went and I saw Ad Astra and fucking nobody else saw it. So today, you know what you're getting? Not an Ad Astra podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not getting an Ad Astra review because oh, I'm the only one that saw it. Joel can talk about it a little bit. Spoiler In fairness, free. that decision was made after you had already seen it. That's I true. was on the way to the theater when I Taylor saw said it he I wasn't Taylor was going to see it. See it so. I know. It really was on me. But the reason why... I wasn't able to see it last night is because I was writing a Spider-Man Far From Home Blu-ray review. I don't care. No, but I, I finally got to rewatch this movie after we saw it in theaters and, and did our review. Yeah, I get it. It's the best movie um, ever made. And I think this movie actually grew on me a little bit. Um, I really like it. I really like it a lot on a second viewing. I still have some issues with it. Third viewing, right? I don't, for you? Or I guess third viewing. Viewing. I can't remember. You guys that's saw right. it twice. Yeah. We, we saw it together twice. There we go. That's right. Cause, yeah, okay. Sorry. My third viewing. See, that shows you how much I know. And, uh, wow. I'm here and I really enjoyed it. Um, my Blu-ray review by the time this is up should be live, so you can check that out if you want to at superhero.com. Other than that, uh, I had a chance to not really watch um, too much new stuff, but I did rewatch recently Blockers. You guys ever see Blockers? I did. I did see year? Blockers. It was pretty funny. It's pretty hilarious. I think this movie, again, much like the previous one I just talked about, also grew on me the second time. I really, really like it. It's a really sweet Funny, tender, uh, engaging sexual uh, comedy, teen comedy. Yeah, exactly. And and it's different than something we've seen before. It's it's a really fun premise and a really good dynamic between all of the actors in the movie. So really enjoyed that. Uh, also had a chance to catch the Between the Two Ferns. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. yeah, which came on Netflix. Um, it's cool. I've never really been a huge fan of that show. I've caught episodes here and there, and it's basically what you would imagine a feature film of that show would <laughs> just be just a longer episode basically 
It's actually a lot of little little snippets with different celebrities. And by the way, there's tons of cameos. Little mm. snippets with like a loose story laced in between. Right. Uh, I've heard that Will Ferrell plays an executive at the beginning of the movie who basically tells Zach Galifianakis that he has to go on the road to make this movie, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. Like Will Ferrell's basically like the villain of the movie. You see Great. him I love at it. the beginning and at the end. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. And, uh, and I enjoyed it. It's pretty fluffy. Like it's one of those movies you just throw on in the background. Mm um so yeah that that was that was interesting i guess oh shit and <laughs> just spilt on myself and finally i actually had a chance to watch the season premiere of south park season 24 oh. jesus 23 Christ. or 24 it just happened to pop up on hulu and i was like yeah i'm gonna check this out and it was <laughs> actually pretty good i mean i watched the last season um, not when it came out, but I just binged it mm. after it came out and it's pretty funny and and at one point in the season is it still south park absolutely 100 cool. percent. it's it's become i don't know when's the last time you watched south park a pretty well i don't, pretty long I while don't ago. fucking know Did you ever watch south park lauren or no here and there but so you're somewhat familiar regularly. with the characters and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. so yeah now they they used to do episode by episode and they were always really timely now they've uh traded uh formats for basically like it's a 10 episode arc with little stories in between, but there's like a through line. You know yeah, what I mean? It's okay. basically episodic storytelling. Interesting. In, in, in uh, South Park form. And in the previous season, stands uh, through, I don't remember through what circumstances, but basically he starts growing weed. Like uh, he has a big marijuana farm at, the, at the end of uh, the season and it's called Tegrity Farms. Like, like integrity. We got Tegrity. And that's funny. The the first episode of this season picks that up in a really fun uh, way that also uh, obviously brings in current events into the fold. So there's some mm. stuff on the detention centers and all that fucked up okay. shit that's happening at the border and ice and all that stuff is in there. So it's really fun. I would check it out. Um, it's a really fun take on it. Uh, it's pretty hilarious. And it's actually, I think, already shaping up to be a little bit more interesting and a little bit better than season 23 in my opinion so i would recommend it all right so yeah, who, check it out i uh saw ad astra hey um, what'd you think i enjoyed it it was it like brad pitt in space you, you know what I mean? like brad pitt hadn't been to space before right <laughs> uh not as far as no i'm serious aware. there are some famous actors that have never been to space like yeah. leo's never been to space yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think Brad Pitt had ever been to space before. I don't think so um, either. So it was cool. Uh, the acting's really good. He's still shaping up to be one of the best actors of the generation. I think, or of, of his generation. Uh, I don't know yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um, and like he really impressed me with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, yeah, he's doing really good in this film. He plays like a very stoic, um, self-centered astronaut. Um, uh, there's a lot of like. Donald Sutherland is in it. He's really good. Ruth mm-hmm. Negga's in it. She's really good. Uh, even fucking uh, Fred Armisen has like a really small really? like five five minute part. <laughs> he plays like a colonel of like the space force or whatever. That's really he funny. does a really good job. And like I feel like everything you see Fred Armisen in, he sounds like Fred Armisen. Yeah. Like you know like Matthew McConaughey, he always mm-hmm. just sounds like Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. no matter what role he's in. Fred Armisen this time, he didn't sound like Fred Armisen. He was like acting, and I was like, oh yeah. shit, huh. like you're doing a good job. Um, I saw it in IMAX. Like all of the space shots were super beautiful. You know, they go through like th- they go to like the moon, they go to Jupiter, they go to uh, Mars, they go to Neptune, Saturn. Shit, um, that's awesome. It's super cool. All the shots are really pretty. Uh, the story's really good, and Tommy Lee Jones is in it. Like towards the end, mm-hmm. and like uh, he's he he like Brad Pitt just proves that he's a fucking phenomenal actor. Really, the scenes that they share together are just fucking mm-hmm. beautiful. That's um, cool. 
the third act, even though Tommy Lee Jones is a really good part of the third act, the third act for me kind of fell short. It's it it was very self indulgent and uh, contrived, and I felt like it mm. was really try hard. Um, but the movie as a whole, I would recommend just because it's beautiful and uh, the acting is really good. Hmm. Um, the ending I could have changed or done without entirely. And really, okay. I and like I I don't even know what I would have changed it to. Yeah, I just, no, I just didn't really enjoy I've it. Heard it's been divisive. Yeah, so. yeah, um, it'll be interesting. So I saw that. I'm like you, two motherfuckers. Oh, well, I've um, seen it by the next time we record. I promise. Too late. We, too late. We already talked about it. No takes and backsies. <laughs> <laughs> Except for on what we've been watching. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have been watching Love Island on Hulu. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's uh, really, really fucking funny, honestly. So really quickly, give us a quick primer for what Love Island is for so those who aren't unaware. Love Island is like the UK version of Bachelor in Paradise, but better. Um, a bunch of sexy singles go on to this huge mansion. Uh, I don't even think it's actually on an island, but... Uh, to <laughs> really? Man- That's so funny. <laughs> this huge mansion on like a beach, and basically... I'm not all the way through the season yet, but they couple up, and I guess the couple that survives till the end of the season wins. So like, uh, and then they like throw in like new people throughout the season, and you can like trade couples or like oh, when the new geez. when like the new people they throw in come in, they can like steal a couple from somebody. Sounds like and a then super you gotta, like, gory show. Oh, everyone's fucking. It's insane. <laughs> um, but it's real. I I think the funniest part about it is like some of the accents. Like some of the people of from course. like some of the people from like the northern UK, whenever they speak on the show, you're always just constantly like, "The fuck did they just say?" <laughs> um, like even myself, I have a lot of uh, British friends. Sometimes I'm even like, I don't know what the fuck that person is talking about. Um, it is nine mind numbing, stupid, trashy television, and mm. I love Beautiful. it 100. Um, percent I it's just something to smoke weed too and mm. have fun you know what i mean yeah I absolutely know. just kick back it's and... nothing that's gonna win any awards oh uh, yeah of course not but it's great and then the last thing i just realized that the new season of it's always sunny is on hulu mm. so i've been picking up on that mm. and nice. they are doing what they do yeah. um i will complain and this isn't even a complaint because it's a good thing the production quality is like ridiculously high and really i feel like for it's always sunny sometimes it doesn't always work. Like you're like, ah oh, man, this is like too polished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the comedy's still there. So it still works. But sometimes I miss like older seasons where it was just kind of shitty. Um, but everybody's still themselves. Their characters are who, who, who they've always been. And that's what makes the show, the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's season 14 now, it, 13? 13 or 14. Yeah, I think like it's, that. I think it's 13. Yeah. That um, makes sense. And it's really, really funny you know like there are some shows that can just go forever and be good like the simpsons south park you know uh friends was one of them it's mm-hmm. uh there's there's just some that like can go forever and not lose quality or at least like come back from a loss in quality yeah, yeah. and it's always sunny i think will go down in history as one of those shows yeah, for sure peaks like, and valleys for sure oh yeah. yeah but like being able to hit 13 seasons is insane absolutely um and to make me still laugh is great and then, uh, you know, I always fall asleep to some forensic files. So mm. that's that's Beautiful. what I've been watching. <laughs> nice. Sweet, sweet sounds of murder. You know what I mean? Mm. Beautiful. Lauren, you do. what have you been watching? Um, <laughs> Since we last met, not a ton. Oh, also, I just want to point out, 
I feel like last time you guys threw the question at me how I felt about being a now permanent member of the podcast <laughs> and I was on no sleep and I didn't feel like I reacted appropriately, but I'm very appreciative and very excited. We don't want to hear awesome. a lot. We yeah, don't whatever, hear. whatever you want to say. We don't want to hear. She said it was cool. That's awesome. <laughs> it's cool. It's uh, whatever, man. That's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> But yeah, so I progressed a little further in Carnival Row. Oh, cool. Oh. Hit a couple twists in that, Ooh. so I'm excited to see where that goes. Okay. How many episodes is the first season? Uh, not a lot. Like eight or something like that? Eight or ten, I think. Okay. Um, And I think I'm like three or four in at this point. Have you okay. seen Orlando Bloom's butt yet? Yeah. Nice. Uh, was it worth it? That was, yeah, a, that was a total yeah. guess. <laughs> I really? I, I yeah. I I would ju- just assume that. I he thought that was. Yeah. A, I thought that was naked. a leading question. To no, be no. I just <laughs> well, assumed okay. he would be naked at some point. Yeah. To clarify. Don't know if it was actually his butt or if it was a butt double, but. But it's good it's to imagine. I don't think it's good to imagine if it's his butt. I don't think Orlando Bloom would need a butt double. He seems like know. the kind of guy who would be down to show his butt. I just. Yeah. Have you seen Cara Delevingne's butt yet? Uh, I don't remember if you saw her butt, but you see other things. Whoa! Yeah. Like what? Like her boobs. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Now bro. Joel's going to watch Carnival I got to go watch some Carnival Row real quick. Hey, uh, Karen Delvine is one of my celebrity crushes, so. Uh, she's kind of Have you seen those eyebrows? Jeez. <laughs> I'm an eyebrow kind of guy. So if I can get to the boobies through the eyebrows, <laughs> I'm going to watch it. What does that even mean? I don't know. Seriously, I don't like, know, that makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know. We've been drinking all day. What do you want, man? Um, but, yeah, I haven't gotten into anything else really because i've been very preoccupied building a set what show are you doing Uh, on not broadway i was gonna say broadway no in (laughs) the la theater community there you go i am producing and scenic designer on a little show called toxic avenger the musical whoa hey Uh, it did run on on broadway and the west end as well but we're doing our production wasn't james gunn involved in that movie James Gunn was not involved in the original Toxic Avenger, but he did work on one of the sequels, yes. The, for trauma, right? For trauma, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so kind of tying in a little hint to the other project that the three of us are working on. It well, does we will tie have in. To, we will have to talk about the Toxic Avenger so, at some point on that yeah. podcast. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so still keeping it relevant to what we're working on here. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah we, we previewed this last weekend, and it went really well. The cast is doing so good. I'm so proud of them. They're so phenomenal did it's a really choose, hard show did you choose to not be in the show i did yeah gotcha. i i was gonna audition and then i decided that, that I your wasn't pop, pop going career to. was way more important yeah, obviously <laughs> um no i just i didn't feel like i super fit into the show very well taylor's dying so. with that joke right now <laughs> uh so yeah. I took myself out it of the running. Didn't feel appropriate to like just put yourself in there just to. No, there's fair. only two female parts. Yeah. Um, and while I probably could play at least one of them, I wasn't super super drawn to it. Yeah. Um, and I've got other stuff going on, so I just can you talk about step that? back. Um, yeah, I guess I can. Oh shit! <laughs> Lauren's got some news. Is this an official I, announcement I, happening right now? Is, yeah. Well, I mean, I've announced it on social media already. Wow. But, um, still an official announcement. Yeah, I found out this afternoon while we were working on our other project that I have been cast in Grinch Miss at Universal Studios Hollywood this Woo, year. Bow, 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 yeah. bow. It's been a very long time <laughs> in the making. <laughs> that's our soundboard that I have yeah. going on. It's just my that's mouth. Our, that's <laughs> our rap horn. Um, that's yeah. super awesome. We're, we're so happy for you, Thanks. Lauren. It's so I'm cool. You said you've been working towards it for what? Trying to get it for f- I five years? I think this is my sixth year. Six year, so wow. There you go. Look at that. I 
get very close every year and now i finally get to go play with my friends and there i'm, I'm very excited you've heard here kids work key. for your dreams and you shall get them one day yes yeah. hopefully just like being being a part of pop pop <laughs> <laughs> someday i did there i are more there are more important things point, than, so. than being a part of someday pop pop. you could all be a part of pop pop <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> I mean, if you do like write in or tweet at us or whatever, like you can. That's a way you can get involved. There you today. go. That's we how would, you can be a part of we it. We would love to have I- anyone else on the show. Yeah. Anyone else's opinions or voices? I yeah, guess you could that'd say that'd be great. Yeah. What hey. he's trying to say is we're trying to recast Joel right now. So <laughs> my, it's my fucking podcast, yo. <laughs> not for long, motherfucker. Y'all can, y- y'all can start another podcast. Uh, no, we would love to have another guest star on the show. Lauren's getting on my nerves right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're we reopening, just <laughs> we're reopening auditions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know we just we just hired her, but uh, next, Taylor, what is the first? What is, <laughs> what is the uh, first piece of news on the agenda today? Are we doing I, news wait, first, or are we doing trailers first? Oh, trailers! Fuck. Hold on, right. can I plug my show? Oh yeah, yeah that's of fine. course. Please do. I, nope, uh, nope. I sorry, so. not allowed. <laughs> I guess. If you're so. in the LA area, uh, we officially opened Toxic Avenger the musical, produced by Boomstick Theater, um, this Friday, October fourth, and we run Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Zephyr Theater through October twenty sixth. You said that's the Zephyr Theater. Yes, okay. on Melrose. Um, nice. You can find out more information at boomstickthater.com. Woot woot. Let's do and it, yes, people. That is an Evil Dead reference. Uh, this is this my, my boomstick. Boom <laughs> At first, I thought you said boonstick for something, but then it made nope. the, then it made the connection. Yep. I heard Keller Cara Delevingne boobstick. That's what I. Oh my God, Joel! <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Are Taylor, you though? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe, kinda. Taylor, <laughs> we watched some trailers this week. Indeed, we did. Uh, which one do we want to talk about first? Do you guys want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm. It's up to you guys. I'm cool starting wherever. We'll talk about the shittiest trailer we saw this <laughs> week, Birds of Prey. <laughs> so there's this little company called DC Comic Books that own uh, that is uh, currently the movie rights are owned by Warner Brothers, and mm-hmm. they made this little movie called The Suicide Squad, uh, which was really bad. And that introduced a character called Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn's getting her own movie. Look, it's called The sort Birds of. of Prey, <laughs> but it should it really should have been called Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, the movie is called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Um, it really should have been called Harley Quinn and the Emancipation of Other Female Characters. What it should have been called was Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. That that would have been a dope yeah, title. Like that would have been like that's the same thing that the current title says, just yeah. in a way less long-winded way and more like head-on way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. More straightforward. Um, how did you guys that's feel about this trailer? Yeah, it's a trailer. Nailed it. It's a trailer. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, Suicide Squad, yes, was terrible. She was, in my opinion, the best part of that film. However, agreed. this trailer does not make me want to see this movie. Um, I feel like they've plopped her into this world that doesn't make sense to her. She's the brightest thing in this world. No one else is brought up to match that as far as aesthetic goes. Yeah. Um, and you've got all these other interesting characters that you could really play into, and they're all in, like, regular street clothes. Um, at least, saying, yeah. I mean, I guess that can change, but at least from what we've seen. It probably will. And I just, I don't know. I'm not really excited for it, <laughs> which makes me sad because I feel like I should be. Meh, should you? Well, I mean, it's it's a all-female-driven 
superhero super esque movie, I feel like it should be something that I should be excited about. But I don't think you should be excited for something just because it's an all female cast. It has to be It's something that I would have hoped I would be, be excited good. about, but it doesn't look good enough for right. me to be yeah, excited about. Yeah. I will say this trailer is really underwhelming. Um I think the movie might be a little more um it might be a little different than this. This trailer felt very like fragmented you know what i mean it, it yeah. felt like they didn't really know what movie they're kind of movie they were trying to sell like they were unsure of what movie they were yeah. trying to sell i have more faith in the movie itself but yeah this trailer is a bit of a disappointment i think even though it's it, we technically had a teaser trailer first uh before this yeah. like this kind of feels like teaser tra- teaser trailery where it's like here's a little bit of the plot here's a little bit of the characters here's a few funny scenarios like a few funny lines i think if we see another trailer that maybe gives us a little hint of the plot, like it might help us to be a little more excited and how things fit together right now. It's just kind of hard to tell. And it does feel um, as much as I love Margot Robbie and and you're 100% correct. I think she's one of the best parts of uh, Suicide Squad is uh, you, but in this movie, I feel like she's made, she's maybe a little bit, it feels a little bit too forced, you know, at least from the way uh, things play out in the trailer. I think that they being, WB and the DCEU have not really ever been the best at marketing. And um, I think that they jam packed this trailer full full of Harley Quinn because they know that's what everybody enjoys from Suicide Squad, just like you mentioned. And Margot Robbie will sell. And instead of focusing on the birds, the movie's called Birds of Prey. And they only really show Harley Quinn. Like, they, like, show you the other Birds of Prey, but we don't get to know anything about them. The trailer should have been about the Birds of Prey. Instead, it's about Harley Quinn. The entire trailer is about how Black Mask wants Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. It's got really nothing else to do with any of the other women. Well, Um, and the thing is, is we don't even, unless you look it up, we don't know who any of these people are. Exactly. You don't (laughs) know that it's Black Canary and the Huntress and all that shit. Um, So I really think they fucked this trailer because they, look, this is the reason that they're Miles eons behind marvel they were like oh fuck harley quinn sold set put jam-packed trailer just her nothing else ah! and they like they were running yeah. around like a chicken with their head cut off yeah. they don't know what disagree. they're doing they've never known what they're doing and i hope before the movie comes out we at least get another trailer that showcases the other birds oh we will yeah, we I'm will sure. and it'll probably Dude, tease... the movie comes out like ne- it'll what, probably like next month it's february so like what oh february yeah i am yeah. very I wrong. like what <laughs> i don't know yeah but shows, still, shows even, what i know about even for a movie that comes out in five movies. months like that first trailer just dropped like that's yeah. not yeah. compared to most well, blockbusters these days like it's you know i know yeah. we we heard that they were doing reshoots very recently so i wonder if yeah. that's yeah. i wonder if that has to do with and it and i think it's chad chad stahelski I don't know. One of the John Wick or the de- uh, no, it's the guy who directed de- Deadpool. First John Wick and then Deadpool. Um, mm. Maybe it's Chad Zalski. I don't know. I don't uh, basically, they brought him on to do to do some reshoots for third act action is the big thing. There are no major story o- overhauls. They're just trying to make the action better, which I appreciate. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much else to say about this. Um, I recorded a trailer reaction video to it on uh, my and YouTube Joel's account. Famous now. Uh, yeah. I I caused a stir in the DC fanboy community. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, go to I'm the Only Nerd on YouTube and just watch that trailer reaction. I hate DC, so I talked a lot of shit about it, and uh, some DC fanboys are not happy about it. But go check it out. Please give me a thumbs up and a subscribe. And Taylor, what's the next trailer that we're going to be talking about? Uh, I guess we could move to Six Underground because that's the next one I thought of, uh, which is, of course, <laughs> Michael Bay's 
latest movie. Michael Bay Spulsion. Uh, um, what do you look without reading the synopsis, Taylor? Why don't you tell us what this movie's about? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Even based on the trailer, that's what's going to be part of my point. Um, I'm not quite sure what this movie's about. It has Ryan Reynolds being quippy and like a bunch of people raiding like a bunch of buildings in a bunch of sequences that it all look the same except for one. It's like a lot of the same stuff in the trailer. It feels for me the trailer felt. I mean, maybe this is a recurring theme, but it. A, it wasn't great, but it felt like it was just repeating a lot of the same beats in the actual trailer over and over and over again with a few like one-liners thrown when in. When you sent us the link to the video, I started watching it, and it honestly seemed like a parody of a Michael Bay trailer. Yeah. A, I guess because it had Ryan Reynolds in it, but B, because <laughs> it was very Michael Bay-y from like, the beginning, and I was yeah. like, ah, like, oh, this is a joke. And then the more I like looked into it, I was like, this is a fucking movie. No, this is for real, <laughs> dude. This is a real action this is, movie. This is for real. Um, I'll watch anything that Ryan Reynolds is having fun in, so I'll probably watch it. But yeah, I don't know anything about the plot. They raid a building with some gas masks, and then they like there's a car chase, and then like yeah, and then and then explosions. Ryan Reynolds is like, we not we we may not be remembered for, or uh we we may not be remembered for this, but what we do will be like one of those cheap lines. Stupid. Yeah, I remember that? I'm like, oh, that's classic Bay. What were your thoughts on this, Lauren? Did you? Have I don't any? know. It's it's weird because you say that that's a classic Bay line, which I um, mean, so sure he could have. It's re- like in the vein of the kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, but it was written by the Deadpool boys. Yeah, um, that's true. So it's I don't know. It kind of feels like if Wade Wilson hadn't like become disfigured <laughs> and just faked his death instead and yeah, went on this went action to, yeah. adventure, he went to become a real merc. Um, it's I I don't. I I love Ryan Reynolds. I love that he's cornered the market on being Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to believe him in a Michael Bay movie, though. That's true. He seemed to be doing fine at it in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, and then he said very <laughs> Ryan Reynolds quips, and it completely took me out of the action of the movie. I mean, so when the so. Bad Boys, so like in the Bad Boys franchise, they would always make jokes when like crazy shit happened, right? So like when yep. Ryan, so like in that final scene in the trailer where they like suck all those people back on the boat with like the magnets or whatever, and Ryan Reynolds was like, "I wasn't sure that was gonna work. Everything is just so dangerous." Like, yeah, that was very Ryan Reynolds-y, but it was also very Michael Bay y if you looked absolutely to, like, old action. Yeah, Bay. and I think I what think, was that one with the Rock that Michael Bay did um, about like the weight, like the pain weight and, lo- pain and gain. Pain and gain. Mm. It was very pain and gainy. Yeah. Um, look. I am not a huge Michael Bay fan, but the dude knows how to make an action movie. So I do think it's interesting. It's a Netflix film, isn't it? Indeed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be interesting. Yep. And yeah. It, no, it comes out in like two or three months, which but nobody even heard of this movie. I mean, yeah. obviously people knew it was being made, but in terms of general public, like this is their first exposure to yeah. it. So it's like, well, we'll see if this works. Nobody wanted more Michael Bay Transformers, so he was like, I guess I'll go to Netflix. <laughs> I'm sure he probably wanted to make something different, dude. Making five of those motherfucking movies. Do, do we like, know why he didn't come back for Bad Boys 3? Um, I'm not sure. Probably it probably had part something to do with this because they're coming out around the same time. Just Bad Boys Three is wouldn't. January and this is December, so yeah, it just seems weird that he wouldn't make that. You know what I mean? They probably there was something something yeah. went down, or he just wanted to make a different movie. Fuck, I don't know. Fair enough. Maybe dude. Netflix was like, "Here's 100 million dollars cash," and a dump truck just fucking plops it through his front door. You and know? He was like, "Haha, I got four of those out back." Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, "Just put it next to the other four storage <laughs> containers filled with money and, yeah. and women and cocaine." Jesus fuck. Uh what's the next trailer? Uh let's see. I guess we could go the with The Gentleman? The Gentleman. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Beautiful. Yep. Um has Colin Farrell been in a Guy Ritchie movie before? I don't think 
So was he in Rock and Roller? Uh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I believe Jerry, Jerry, good old Jerry Butler was Jerry in that. Jerry Butler was in it. If Colin Farrell has never been in a Guy Ritchie movie, this trailer proves that he belongs in every Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Him yeah. with one of those flat caps on, just like being Guy Ritchie quippy, was just, yeah, just a fucking delight. Just being Irish. I don't know how just I feel about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Charlie Hunnam and uh, Hugh Grant being in a Guy Ritchie movie. I kind of dig it, but man. But Colin Farrell was doing really good in this trailer. What's your exposure with uh, with Guy Ritchie, Lauren? Uh, Have you seen most of his films? I, well, I know I've seen Snatch. Yeah. Um, like I have to look up his filmography to really... So like... Uh, like two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. He, no. he did uh, Sherlock Holmes with Danny oh, Jr. Yes, both course, course, that, yeah, that yeah. and the sequel... Uh, he oh, also did, he King, did Arthur King Arthur with Charlie Hunnam. The classic, the classic King, King Arthur, Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That, that was a big bomb. Nobody saw it. He uh, did Aladdin. And Aladdin, of course. He just did Aladdin. Yeah, that's what I was going to lead into is Aladdin. in a backpack <laughs> waiting to watch. That's it needs to be checked out. You know, classic Guy Ritchie. Yeah. You know, when Aladdin finds the uh, the lamp in a mobster's backpack <laughs> and then uh, a bunch of Irish pikeys. <laughs> Uh, come after him in the genie, and then they I go mean, and they get to go to a group of g- boxing gypsies, classic, gypsy boxers. The classic story of Aladdin, obviously. I guess I I have had a, a smattering of Guy Ritchie films. Yeah, yes. okay. Um, but it it really felt like Seven Psychopaths to me, which is funny it. because Colin Farrell's in yeah in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. And, yeah, very McDonough esque. That's it true. It does feel very McDonough, and Maybe I guess McDonough I always McDonough wrote it. He might have actually, for I'm all we know. Did you say Hunnam? No, McDonough. Pardon McDonough. Oh. Um, probably not though. He's off directing his own probably stuff. Probably not, now. but but I can't hurt I'm to still check. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Um, I guess part of that to me, Snatch also feels like it could be a McDonough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe that's why that's in my brain. Yeah, but absolutely. I, when you said that, I was like, man, I totally agree with that because it's uh, it's very, very, um, very witty, fast paced. You know what I mean? I it's, have missed. Uh, it was all it was Guy Ritchie and Ivan Atkinson oh, and okay. Marin Davies. OK, there I miss this Guy Ritchie. Do yeah. I blame him for making Sherlock Holmes? No. The Sherlock Holmes even had a lot of Guy Ritchie touches to it with like the slow-mo mm-hmm. fight scenes. Um, I do blame him for doing fucking King Arthur, and I do blame him for doing Aladdin. Um, eh, he did a pretty good job with Aladdin. I know he did. But, but it's you still like, blame him for it. I don't want to see Wes Anderson do a not Wes Anderson movie. You so know you what I mean? So you don't want to see Ryan Johnson do a Star Wars movie? I, wanted, yeah, I, want, <laughs> I want these genre directors to do what they're fucking good at. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. movie gave me super snatch and rock and roll vibes. And that's what we fucking want from Guy Ritchie. This is yeah. a, a, this is a callback to his entire filmography that he mm-hmm. did before he went commercial. Yeah. And I'm very fucking It's like when, it's it. like when Scorsese like made, made casino. And then a few years later he made Goodfellas. Like this is not to say this is Ritchie's Goodfellas, but it's like his casino. You know what I mean? I'm just coming back to the genre after making a couple classics like very excited for him to uh, to be back in the seat, as they say, back in back in the saddle of (laughs) of the crime drama. What you saw of the trailer because you weren't paying that much attention. No, I paid it. I paid a bit. Did you? Oh, Matthew McConaughey's in this. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I I, I don't know how I feel about those three being in it, but Mm -hmm. having Colin Farrell in this is sick yeah i mean i'm pretty pumped for it it's it's exciting and i agree with pretty much everything you guys are saying 
Um, I think it's really a guy Ritchie back in back in true form, you know, just really back in his element in a certain respect. Um, you know, it's the first trailer, so we don't quite get a sense of the plot or like yeah. what's happening. But I was excited about it. I think Hugh Grant worked for me. I think Charlie Hunnam worked for me. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam has been growing on me big time. Yeah. yeah. Especially after watching The Lost City of Z, which uh, was directed by James oh, Gray. I've not seen that mm-hmm. yet. It's pretty good. It's on Amazon if you have a chance to check yeah. it out. That's why I watched it. It's entertaining. Uh, Robert Pattinson actually is also in that. I've heard he's excellent. I've heard he's pretty good. It. He's very yeah. very good in it. Um, if Charlie Hunnam or Matthew McConaughey can be the Jeremy Piven of rock and roller, like uh, I'll be stoked because like. You know, when that yeah. trailer came out, I was like, okay, I like Jeremy Piven, but, like, could he what really do, fuck? like, yeah. could he really do, like, a Guy Ritchie movie? And then mm. you see it, and you're like, man, him and Ludacris fucking killed in this movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for it. I mean, there's not really much else to say, especially because it was more like a teaser trailer than anything Yo, else. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Lots of great, um, uh, lots of great uh, actors. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm saying. What was the last? <laughs> what was the last trailer we had? I could slip in my mind now. The King's Man. Ah, uh, there we go. It was the King's Man, man. It was the King's Man. Uh is Matthew Vaughn directing this? Yes, beautiful. And writing it, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he's. Look, I am a Golden Circle apologist. Oh gosh, here we go, dude. It's ridiculous on bad. purpose. It's bad. no. It doesn't it's make not. it good. Oh my god, it's ridiculous on purpose, and it is very. The people that say it's like the people that liked Kingsman, and then didn't like Kingsman Two. I'm like, you guys clearly didn't get Kingsman. Like, yeah. it's so ridiculous on purpose. Totally, but I felt like it became a parody of its, like, not a parody I'm of fine itself. With that Kingsman Two was the very thing that Kingsman One was trying to parody, in my opinion, because they make fun of the spy genre in I that movie, agree. and they. I really as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just Kingsman two. It's a fun movie, but I don't think it entirely works for me. The Kingsman one I is like close too, to. It's too ridiculous for it to be the thing that it's parodying. Yeah, like exactly. it's just it's amping up it the purpose. parody of it. It's not as good as the first one, obviously. Yeah. But everybody yeah. Who was like, "This movie's garbage." I'm like, I don't you think it's. Don't I don't think Kingsman it's is garbage, to be but the first one is just so good that it's hard for that second oh, one yeah, to like. Of course, I never of expected course. it to be as good as the first one. Yeah. But everyone still, says I was still but disappointed. But everyone says it's such a bad movie, and I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think it's. I I I agree, but I also think it's like a little bit troubled of a movie in terms of the storytelling. Like Matthew Vaughn usually is a pretty solid storyteller. And I think there's issues with that movie, but we don't want to go well, into that. But I think of part of that has to do with scheduling conflicts that came up and stuff. So a lot yeah. got switched around in that movie. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that's part of, so, uh, there are parts that are clunky and, and yes. different very, than they should have been, very, but very much so. I wouldn't say that it's a bad movie. No, no, it's, it's entertaining, entertaining enough. Uh, but they are planning on making Kingsman three they are. after oh, this. But in the meantime, I think this really uh, the King's Man that is yeah. the prequel is really uh, is really a way of meeting in between the middle of those two movies. It really mm-hmm. feels yeah. like a mishmash of what worked between both of those movies. Oh, a lot of the yeah. styled fight scenes they show in the trailer are very Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I guess and, for those who don't know, this is kind of the creation of. The Kingsman organization that you yeah. see throughout the first two movies, yeah, um, and set even in World in, War One, set in World War One, and in the beginning of the movie, you know, it's like a two one or two line thing where he, you know, Colin Farrell's like, oh, you know, a bunch of uh, rich, you know, families who lost their parents in the war or whatever it was, 
and it, they've turned this whole one-off line and into it is the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't, I know really this. like the line that says like, uh, "While while the governments of the world sit around and wait, we get things done" or some mm-hmm. shit like that. That's yeah. fucking paraphrasing, but yeah. it's super cool. It looks like they're fighting the Russians in this movie, which is awesome because yeah, you know, is, is that fuck supposed Russians. to be Rasputin? It looks so. it looks like it Rasputin. Looks like Rasputin. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's Peter Stromer, right? Yeah. It looks yeah. like Peter Stromer. Oh, I was yeah. like, dude, that's crazy. Uh, I just, look, origin stories are heavily debated. Do we like them? Do we hate them? Do we need them? Um, this one looks fun. It's Kingsman at its highest. And look, if we can get more fight scenes akin to that yeah. church scene, fucking yep. sign me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, Anything else aside from the fact that we're all going to see it and it's going to be <laughs> awesome? I mean, I'm excited for Ray Fiennes to take the mantle. Yeah, um, he looks interesting in this role. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's hard to beat the original cast of Kingsmen. So yeah, and I think if be... there's anybody who can talk yeah. Colin Farrell, it's freaking Ray, Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the newcomer who plays as like sort of protege also looks excellent Pseudo too. Exy, different, yeah. different yeah. than Exy, yeah. which I like, you know. But but still, he's different, that same but still has a similar attitude. Exactly. of like what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you exactly. think the third movie is going to be received after all this time? Because they're because they're breaking this up with the prequel. Um, do you think the third movie is going to come back like hitting harder? Or is yeah. it going to be too long since we've seen e- e- fucking Exy and all that? Go ahead, Lauren. I I think it's just gonna come back swinging cool. because we had I feel like we had a, a decent chunk of time between the first two to begin with and we did um, like two, two three years. but then do you yeah. think do you think when people hear that there's a new Kingsman movie coming out and it's not a sequel to this movie that people are gonna be like what the fuck so that's what I was gonna say is I think that if they're gonna make this movie before the third film like they did there has to be a reason for it right. And yeah. so my hope is that there's going to be a way to tie this into that third movie and have it be a tease of the third movie, or I'm maybe sure there's something will. that's going to inform. But the if it's third in movie. World War One, none of the fucking characters are going to be alive. Totally, but you'll, Even have, at a, the end you'll, of it. you'll have a history and all a this dis- weird someone's stuff. Someone's going like, to be a descendant of someone. Yeah, ah. exactly. Ah. Like you could have Ray Fiennes play like a great great grandson of his character, but he fair, could be fair. Ray Fiennes. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like if they can bring freaking uh, if they can bring Colin uh, Firth. Firth? I was going to mm-hmm. say Farrell, but Colin Firth. Either way. Uh, uh, back from the dead in the second one, they can do anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what I mean? So. Digimon, what the fuck is his name? Oh, Jaiman Hansu? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Isn't he, everything, yeah. he, 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 he looks everything. He looks badass in this yeah. movie. Holy shit. The yep. knife fight scene? Yeah. yeah. looks so fucking cool. Um, I'm excited to see how the lady characters come into play in this yeah. also because they've got some cool, at least Absolutely. one of them has some cool um, fight sequences in this trailer mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um, with like the scarf with and the, the scarf. knife and yeah. stuff and some, some, just some old school like cane era, cane fighting era fights. I'm really excited to see the invention of the parachute. <laughs> also <Yeah>. that, yeah. <laughs> The ending of that trailer is great. Dude, his comic timing, Ray Fiennes, is so he's perfect so in that moment. He's it's like, called the parachute. It means you can jump out of a plane safely. And you won't die. <laughs> yeah. And it, dude, it's so janky. Like, <laughs> so oh, good. my gosh. It's just like some sheets, like, stapled to a backpack like, or some seriously. shit. Cutting it's, to everyone else's amazing. reaction, too. I'm just like, the fuck you just say? Yeah. yeah and so then so jump so out of the, plane? <laughs> the, you have Gemma Arterton, too, and this is, which yeah. is the lady you were mentioning, yeah. I believe the character you are mentioning. And it's so glad to see her in a, another big movie because. Does it say the character is Rasputin? Uh, I will find out. You have Charles Dance in this too. Jeez. Uh, you know what? He might be. I don't see. No. 
sorry. Yeah, we're all we're all wrong. Yeah, we're all idiots. Talking. I don't know. Um, I'll have to do the. It's just showing their name and not the character names. So Copy that. I have to pull up the out of all list. these trailers. Uh, which one are you guys oh. most excited Ooh. about? Um, start with Lauren. Trailers. Yeah, which one of these trailers we talked about are you most excited about? I mean, Kingsman. All right. I I'm a huge proponent of that franchise. Yeah, so. I think that's gonna be my. So it's Risa Fons actually is playing Rasputin. Oh, it is shit. Rasputin though. It's Reese. It's Risa Fons, dude. So Damn. that sounds like oh, I'm it looks so familiar. Uh, and then you have Matthew Good in the movie as well, and no Daniel sh- Brühl. Matthew Good, no shit. Daniel Brühl's got a uh, role in it. Are also, you t- are you telling me Baron Zemo's in this movie? Yeah. Dang. Aaron Taylor Johnson. I was gonna say there's a couple others too, and the Tooch, the Tooches. Yeah. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah, dude. Tooch man as Dang. Merlin. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci. Oh, gang, he must Tucci be the gang. original Merlin. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, thinking yeah. Merlin because he played fucking uh, Merlin in Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I would uh, look. I want to say Kingsman as well, but because you two already said it, I'm going to say Gentleman, just because. That does also look right. Yeah, just because I'm fucking hyped for Guy Ritchie to be back. Yeah, in Guy Ritchie true I, fashion. I, I wish I could be more pumped for Birds of Prey, but it's just hard to when you have a great trailer like Kingsman. I kind of knew I comes. wasn't gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should move into news then, right? Uh. Yeah. What's the first piece of news we got, Taylor? Uh. So the first piece of news we I guess it broke like. Pretty much right after we freaking mm-hmm. posted the last episode. Yeah. But Phenomenal. if you haven't listened to it, we reviewed uh, the Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic Park short film, or I guess I should say Jurassic World short film. Battle at Big Rock. Yeah, you can go check that out on the last episode. But uh, right after we hit the uh, publish button, uh, Collider had a, one of their screening series and they showed the short film as well as the, uh, the actual film Jurassic World. And afterwards, Laura Dern and uh, Joel's favorite director of all time, uh, Colin Trevorrow, came out. Quote, unquote, director. <laughs> and Quote they unquote, basically <laughs> they basically announced that the original three cast members, three, three key cast members of the original movie are coming back. And that's, of course, uh, Ms. Dern herself. You have Sam Neill coming back. Good old Sam Neill. And Neil. Jeff Goldblum once again making a return, which is pretty huge news. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty big news. I'm curious as to how this is going to work. I did not see the last one. Did either of you? Yes. How, what Indeed. is what we is what is show. Jeff Goldblum's um role in the last one? The 2 minute role? Yeah, it's very small. Okay. It's basically what you see in the trailer is he's like testifying to Congress after the dinosaurs yeah. get out and he's basically like, "I told you so." <laughs> yeah. And then the movie ends. That's he's, fucking amazing. He's obviously the same character. So do you yeah. think they're going to bring these other two back to try to remedy the situation? Um, since they three are, yeah, who they are. I bet you that he's going to be the bridge between Goldblum will be the bridge between to get them to come yeah. into the situation. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, since they're supposedly Samuel was a scientist in the first movie. Um, I haven't seen pa- yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and then Laura Dern. Make sure I have that no, right. no, you are correct. And Laura Dern was. A seismologist or something like that. I, I don't remember right. something like that. They, they're both in this. They 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 both science. Okay, yeah. they both science. They both science hard, science bro. Stuff. They science as fuck. Dude, they science so hard that they use computers to do it. Whoa. Uh, okay, yeah. So that makes sense. He'll be the bridge to bring them into the situation to try to. I mean, how do you how do you save the planet from 
dinosaurs. Exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I'm curious how they're going to not only bring them in, but um, how oh. substantial their roles are going to be. They're that's both like paleontologists. Ah, uh, okay. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Really I was like, they both handle the dinosaurs. That's what though. I thought. They, they both handle the dinosaurs. <laughs> um yeah, so I don't. I mean, I don't know. I was curious. Like we were talking about Lauren, like how how significant will these roles be? Yeah, I think if they're making it this big of a deal, and okay, so the last one probably made a lot of money, right? But it wasn't. Yeah. But I, what, am I wrong to say that it was not critically acclaimed? It got better reviews than Jurassic World, but it, it actually made less money than um, than Jurassic World. Can we pause for a second? What'd you do? I need to take this call. Copy that, dude. Pausing for Taylor. And we're back. Nobody judged Taylor for taking a personal phone call. We all do it. It's it a is business a part phone call. of life. <laughs> business. Yeah, whatever. Uh, phone call. Phone call. Phone call. Phone call. Phone call. Phone call. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, I'm excited for them to come back solely because I have not. Look, I love me some Chris Pratt. Yeah. Guardians of them galaxies. Um, but I, I I'm what? I am drunk. What the fuck I was am, that? I am drunk. Um, I yeah no. We all love Mr. Pratt, but I don't think he was right for this franchise. It was just you you know when the studios are like this dude's hot, this franchise is hot. Let's put them together. Um, I think that's all it was. I don't think he ever needed to be with <laughs> them dinosaurs. Um, it just happened, with and I'm not dinosaurs. and I'm not happy about it. So bringing these characters back, I think, is a way to maybe put that on the sidelines. Maybe yeah. give them a bigger role so yeah. he can sit out a little oh, bit yeah. and not try to helm the franchise. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's been doing a good job. Well, you thought he did an okay job with the Battle of Big Rock. No, no, no. I'm talking about Chris Pratt. Oh, well, that's true. Sorry, <laughs> I, I thought like, you meant Trevor. Taylor, I was like, in that. my bad. No, Trevor can suck a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's going to be directing this movie. I fucking know he is. I hope someday I'm like a fucking big time host and like I'm fucking hosting something and I'm interviewing Trevorrow and his agents are like, you know, uh, <laughs> back in, you know, we're big fans of pop pop. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fuck. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Aw- I just awkward. I need to also comment on how you both say his last name differently. Trevorrow. 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 Trevor- I don't I think it's Trevorrow. 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 How about we all? How about we all pronounce his name? Bad director. That's him. That seems fair. Colin, bad director. Close oh, that's enough. not. That's not bad, fair. He's, big franchise. He, he made director. a good movie. He made a good movie. Uh, did you say he made a good movie? A good movie. Good. He's <laughs> only made three movies. Good for him. Technically, he's only made three feature films. I so. also enjoy Safety Not Guaranteed, yeah. but that's it. So, <laughs> one out of three does not make you a good director. Sorry. Uh Okay, this is not the shit-talking Colin Trevorrow podcast, <laughs> though you might be, you know, you would think otherwise, wouldn't you? Um, are you, you? You're excited for this, right? I'm excited for this. Are you excited yeah. for this? Absolutely. All right, cool. I just, yeah, I just hope it's a m- more substantial role than the Jeff Goldblum we got in the last movie. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's what he said. They said we're going to be more... Sub- he said mm-hmm. they were going to be more substantial roles now, like... What their definition of substantial is 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 a different yeah. story. Yes. So we'll see. I mean, for them, substantial could be ten minutes, but it's like right. a key plot point or something, yeah. you know. So we'll see. But uh, but yeah, I just hope that they sort of like reunite reunite everybody and bring the crew back together, so to speak. Amen, Taylor. I know you always announce the news, mm. but I want to announce this one. Mm. Please do. <sighs> breathe in, breathe in with us. 
Breathe out. Everybody, Tom Holland Spider-Man back in the MCU. Um, we dodged a freaking bullet. We dodged a bullet. It was very sad when Tom Holland had to leave. Everybody was very upset. We were hoping that this was a stunt for D23. Turned out to not not to be. Um, the world collectively was heartbroken, and it went it went radio silent there for a bit. We thought mm-hmm. maybe they were going to figure something out. Turns out Sony was like, "Nah, this shit's permanent." And then we didn't hear anything. And then. And then they figured something out. And then, and then, and then they figured something out. <laughs> In true Hollywood fashion. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was honestly, I was honestly kind of worried there for a minute. Right, right when it happened, I was like, oh, pff, they're going to figure it out. It's going to be fine. And then, like, the longer it went that they hadn't figured something out, I was like, fuck, they're not going to figure it out, dude. This isn't yeah, going to happen. I had kind of accepted that it wasn't going to happen. Were you, were you always holding out hope or were you like, meh? This is over. I was holding out hope, but I had to put it out of my brain because, yeah, because you just it was cry. just making me sad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't think that day would come as soon as it did. Oh, God. It came yeah. much sooner than we thought it would, and I'm super happy about it. Apparently, new 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 reports coming out like last night and today, apparently Tom Holland had a very big role in making these two companies kiss and make up. Huh. Apparently, he had personal conversations with Rothman and Iger Wow. Yeah, and he was like, "This is me guessing what he said because they <laughs> he's like, bro." But he was like, "Dude, come on, like, what the fuck? I'm Spider Man. We gotta make some movies. We gotta keep doing this shit." And they were like, "You know what? You're right." I think that's he all. also but then they're probably like, had a please let me still play with my friends. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're like, "You get a Spider Man, but you lose an Uncharted." I'm. I would. That's be, fine. Please, please, can we lose the Uncharted? That'd be great. I would love that. Um, Tom Holland posted on his Instagram a beautiful scene from uh, Wolf of Wall Street where Leo is saying, like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> um, love it. I love that that was his response to like, his public so, statement. Like, no comment. Yeah, no. Just that, but everyone knows. Oh, my it God. Says, it says all there, needs to, all there is to say. Are you not as surprised as I am that Disney didn't make him take that down? I, I mean... Part of me thinks he probably got that cleared. Um, the F word from Disney? No way. Yeah, I mean, it's like a from a movie. It's fine. Like it's, but yeah, that's true. I don't know if he if he didn't get it cleared, he definitely like got in trouble for that. Like he, they definitely were like, dude, what the fuck? They find him, and he was like, worth it. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Like that sounds about right. Uh, okay, it's what? fine because I'm gonna make another Spider-Man movie that's gonna make me millions <laughs> yeah, and millions exactly. of more dollars. Yeah. Take my fucking Take money. <laughs> Taylor, what are the new deets of this deal? Oh gosh, it's um a twenty uh twenty five seventy five gotcha. uh, production uh revenue split. Yep. Uh, so Marvel will put in Marvel's house Disney will put in twenty five percent of the production budget. Sony will put up the rest, and then they'll split the profits uh, as such as well. Much better than the fifty fifty deal we had heard, and much. Yes, yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's an it it makes it's sense. a little bit worse than the thirty seventy deal that we had. But heard. my question is what happens with the Marvel movie that Spidey's gonna appear in because yeah. he's you know, we have yes. our third sequel he's and then he's for one more Spider Man solo film and one more appearance in mm-hmm. an MCU movie. A la mm-hmm. Infinity War, Endgame yes. or whatever. Uh, although it could very well not be an Avengers movie. It could be strange it could or be even anything. something. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to be strange because that Probably comes not. out before Spider-Man, Probably not. which would be weird for his... True, true, true. Uh, they're going to use him in an Avengers movie. Like they're, That's the only reason to have that other appearance. Right. What do you think his last Marvel appearance will be? And we say last because that's what they've contracted. I yeah. fullheartedly believe that they're going to figure out a, another scenario, another contract, another deal. 
But right now, what do you think the last movie will be? Uh, It's going to make fucking money. I don't know, because, I mean, I I was going to say multiverse of madness. Um, I would like it to be that if it came after Spider-Man. Well, here's the thing is we don't know when the Spider-Man movie's coming out yes, now. They've it's 2021. July, it's July 16th. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 2021. It's July 16th, 2021. 2021 will be the first movie with a Marvel... Four Marvel movies. For a Marvel movie in each quarter of the yeah. year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Multiverse yeah, of Madness comes out in May yeah. and Spidey 3 uh, uh, We Are Finally Home. Uh, <laughs> I... Back, back home. Back home. Back to yeah. home. Back to home. Homeward Bound. Home, the Spidey last. Journey. Home again. Home, home again. again. Jiggity jig. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out in July 16, 2021. Uh, yep. I think, I mean, the I relationship know. that he has with Doctor Strange, that would make a whole lot of sense. But I Well, d- here's why I think it could still happen, though, is with the... Sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, no. Um, the revelation of the last film... Of his identity being thrown out there, whether or not that's a true thing or an illusion or whatever, it could be a thing of Strange is like, oh, here, go live in this universe. Let me fix it for he you. He has his third like he does in the film. Comics. Right. Absolutely. Look, here's, I don't here's know. the thing. That's what I originally thought until I realized this movie was coming out after Doctor Strange. Um, yes. And I you... wouldn't want his last appearance to be before his solo movie. You know what I, I mean? know, right? That's yeah. true. And you also have to remember that Wanda's going to be in the movie. So that's like the supporting character for that right. movie. Kind of The spot's kind of already taken with that. Yeah. So, so something else. But they also have Kat Dennings in there. That's I'm true. I'm assuming reprising her role. And Probably. Randall Park. Randall Park. Yeah. Um, That's all WandaVision. But yes, I'm yes, talking yes. about Wanda is going to make an appearance in, in oh, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah, I thought. They said he was. she was going to. So WandaVision is going to lead into Multiverse of Madness. Right, so. right, right. I thought that Kat Dennings was Multiverse, not WandaVision. She might be, My for bad. all we know. But they, yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced WandaVision for that. Something else that supports this theory, though. Unfortunately, Kevin Feige, in a statement about what has happened, has said, uh, and this is all paraphrasing, paraphrasing, uh, we're lucky to have Spider-Man back, blah, blah, blah. He is a unique character with the ability to jump through multiple universes. Yeah. And then he said, who knows what other surprises that will bring. Yeah. So that very much sounds like Multiverse of Madness shenanigans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also kind of sounds like maybe Venom's going to come to the MCU, mm-hmm. especially with Madam Web being uh, a movie at Sony. Yeah. This kind of seems like maybe they worked out a deal where they could share a bunch of different characters, right? Yeah. If Sony was playing such hardball with not letting Marvel use Spider-Man, what better way than Marvel to be like, hey, you can use some of our characters. How about that? Yeah. You, I, mean, you know I mean, kind of, that's kind of what they've been right. doing, so that would make sharing, sense. Yeah. Sharing uh, characters across universes through Madam Web and Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. Um, that would be an interesting way to do that. Yeah. And how to, how, how to break history once again as Marvel... And yeah. as Sony, then to do that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, Sony letting Marvel use Spider-Man was a huge deal, right? Letting each other freely use your characters in a multiverse scenario, even bigger. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pretty wild. What a bigger, what other way to break the internet and our minds than to do that? Um, I would like to see a, a Young Avengers. That's what that I would be dope. Seeing, with Spidey leading it, seeing Spidey lead a Young Avengers with Kate yeah. Bishop. Um, That's kind of what I feel. The like. Hawkeye show and stuff. Um, I would like to see that as his uh, last appearance. Um, That'd be dope. And then have a I don't pro- want a last appearance. We'll have a, you know have a mean? little Professor Hulk action in there. That would be dope. Be it, cool. it, it would be cool yeah. if they were to fi- if 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 they were able to figure something else out. 
Yeah. I'm still a proponent of the three high school Spideys, three college Spideys, yeah. three adult Spideys. You know what I mean? All with um, Marvel ties. All with Marvel ties. Yeah. Um, look, with this Madam Web movie, though, and Multiverse of Madness, look, this has been floating around the internet. This has been a rumor for a very long time. I would not be opposed to a live-action Spider-Verse with Tom Holland, with Andrew Garfield, and with Tobey Maguire. I would be fine with that. That'd be dope. Madam mm-hmm. Web. That'd be them. The fact that they're doing a Madam Web movie... You know, I I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse. But it sounds like that is something that they could very well be building towards. You never know. That'd be cool. Or even bringing Jake Johnson in as a live action Peter B. Parker. <laughs> yeah, that, I, would be, I, I would be fine with That'd that too. That would be awesome. Bringing Nick Cage in as a live action fucking yes. noir. Yep. All of these things are doable. All of these things are possible. Everything is possible under the Gosh. guise of Kevin Feige. That would be such a ridiculous movie. Taylor, speaking of Kevin Feige. Yeah, speaking of Kevin Feige, I guess this is the main topic for this week, but uh, we learned a bombshell. We're drunk. I was just echoing. (laughs) It was the echo, man. It's like the row, row, row your boat where you just echo that shit. That was great. Uh, We found out, uh, I guess what, last week now, that Kevin Feige has indeed been secretly working on and or developing a Star Wars uh, property, but everybody's assuming it's a movie. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking massive news. I mean, people over at Lucasfilms were like, we want some of that Kevin Feige action. They were rubbing their hands together and they were like, how do we get some of that Kevin Feige? You know what I mean? They're fiending Mm -hmm. for it. Get some of that Feige love. Some of that Feige love, dude. Look, if I was any franchise on the planet, I would want some of that Feige love. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, I feel like aside from Feige, Kathleen Kennedy is... Cl- probably closest on that level as far as uh, franchise production goes and yeah yeah i mean let's put it this way kevin feige is easily this most successful producer in the history of Hollywood. Uh, all time like yeah. in the history but of also but no doubt, at, outside no of star wars what else kathleen kennedy has touched touched so much so well, she has touched <laughs> so much stuff i mean she produced every spielberg movie for the last yeah, 20 years huge, like huge, huge she made yeah. she made jurassic park et star wars uh, like so wars. many fucking movies yeah. i mean so many movies. but look producing a movie and producing the marvel cinematic universe like Are two separate things. two separate fucking no one totally. has I, ever done I, Kevin Feige yeah. has I, that's why i said aside from feige she's probably the yeah. closest which is which is which is <laughs> funny because the, they're going to be working very closely together right. now with this you know it and makes it, sense to me absolutely Let me ask you guys this question first i was watching this is gonna be a sweet plug for one of my favorite shows on collider videos called the rule of two um star wars podcast every monday at 5 p.m um mark riley asked this no somebody asked mark riley this question um do you not think that st- uh, that 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 Disney has dropped the ball after getting Star Wars? We don't know what the future holds with Mandalorian, with Obi-Wan, but as of right now, would you not say after Last Jedi, after Solo, um do you not think that Disney has kind of dropped the ball with Star Wars at least a little bit? I would say there's multiple facets to that question. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say they haven't dropped the ball. Um, but they've definitely uh, bobbled it a few times. So not a, not as <laughs> you know strong I mean? as it could have yeah, been. Yeah, because like Star Wars movies aren't failing. Like they're still making a shit ton of money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just happens. But not that financially, been... like for the fans, for stories. I mean, the only movie that didn't want... the the only movie that didn't excel financially was Solo, and that's because it was a summer release. Like The Last Jedi was divisive, but that movie made so much fucking money. It's un unri- it's ridiculous. It made billions. 
So saying that like it's been a failure is kind of not true. But at the same time, do I, I do I agree that Disney rushed into things after buying Lucasfilm? Absolutely. Well, 100%. that's why I think it's a failure. Just, beca- yeah. just and because, especially because they Jedi. threw aside the plan that they had to begin with, which was Lucas's plan. Yeah, just the, just just because the Last Jedi made a bunch of money, you get, like they handed out these movies. Like candy without any yeah. kind of a plan. Yeah, JJ wrote one. I think that's fucking on, Ryan Johnson wrote another. Like, I think that's on Kathleen Kennedy. Exactly. So that leads in my point of like, after kind of bobbling the ball, after buying the franchise or buying the company, who better to bring in than like the fucking master himself? The man. The man. The myth. The legend. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Um, do you think that this is going to be those three? George Lucas scripts that were bought when they bought Lucasfilm way back when. I hope not. Me too. I also I hope, hope not. not. For those I that, don't think they will be. Have you heard about this? You continue and then I'll um, put my two cents in. When Lucasfilm was purchased, George Lucas sold you know the company and whatnot, and he also sold them three scripts or three ideas. I don't know. They, they were like treatments or whatever you want to call it. Right. Outlines, whatever. He sold them these three, and apparently he was very upset when seven, eight, and nine were not those movies. So he was under the assumption that they were going to make them, even yeah. though Disney wasn't obligated to make them. He basically didn't. They didn't tell Lucas, and he was a little upset that they di- didn't like inform him of that. Right, which is understandable because Star Wars is his baby. Yeah. It still is his baby, yeah. even though he doesn't own it anymore, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, my mom still calls me her little baby, but I'm third. You know, I'm thirty, so yeah. Uh, at some point, you gotta let go. That's true. Um, these movies were apparently about like where the force came from, and mm-hmm. like I mean, like talk about if you don't like metachlorians, this is gonna say <laughs> you wouldn't like you would not like this script. Yeah, it's um, it would it would be like the microorganisms. It would be a movie about like the microorganisms that are the mitochondria or the, the mitochondria. It's gonna be it's gonna, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's gonna be the Star Wars version of the magical school bus, the powerhouse of the cell. Metachondria. <laughs> Metachlorians. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, what were you going to say, Lauren? Uh, I was ago. just going to say, because I wasn't entirely sure what those scripts were on, um, yeah. the subject matter, uh, I would be inclined to say no, just because they've already established that they're going away from anything to do with the Skywalker storylines. Like they're finishing that up with yeah, episode and nine. Yeah, going elsewhere in the galaxies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> galaxies question mark yeah. uh so that's why i would say n- no to the lucas scripts okay so Being uh a possibility definitely follow-up question and since you're going might as well just start with you lauren what would you like to see kevin feige do where would you like to see kevin feige go if it's not a sky skywalker oh gosh i don't know Saga. i don't know I don't feel like I know enough about the rest of the current established Star Wars universe. That's true. To pick a place um, or subject matter. Um, I mean, I think now having been to Galaxy's Edge a couple of times, I think it would be cool to tie that into the cinematic universe in some way. So Mm -hmm. some something scavengery. That would be really um, cool. Could be pretty cool. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So immediately, what I think of, and what what I, well, there's two things. What I there's one. Thing, I think we're gonna have the same opinion. There's one thing that I've always wanted to see, and I've always wanted to see a. Uh, you're not gonna. You're. I don't think you're thinking the same thing. Oh, I'm okay. Thinking. Never mind. I've always wanted to see a. You probably know what Tales I'm of the. I'm pretty sure I do. Tales of the Cantina. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That is not what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this book. I think it was called Tales of the Cantina. It used to be canon, and technically it's EU or whatever. Is that it is where we now. learned about jizz music? Jizz maybe. G- maybe I don't know. Jizz, jizz whaling. Sorry. Jizz whaling, but it's still jizz. Um, nevertheless, uh, jizz is <laughs> jizz. I mean, jizz uh, is. But- <laughs> But regardless, um, music, Warren, Jesus, and it's basically what I would love to see is a short, uh, an, a, like an anthology film, basically of mm. shorts, and you have everyone at the cantina, and either it's what happens how they got to the cantina or what happens after they left, and you could totally do something like that at Galaxy's uh-huh. Edge. But I feel like that's a waste of Kevin Feige's talent. Totally, and yeah. that's just a wild thing. But I think for yeah, yeah. if I was Kevin Feige. He probably doesn't want to touch. He wants to forge his new path. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I would do if I was Kevin Feige, we've seen the past. We've seen a lot of the lead up. We've seen a little bit of what happens after um, Return of the Jedi and the Fall of the Empire with the new trilogy. I would go thousands of years in the future. And what does Star Wars look like 2000 years in the future? Yeah. We haven't seen that. And that could be really cool. That could be really cool. You could have a lot of creative liberty with it. But you could also still adhere to what we know as Star Wars. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. You know, something like that. That's that's really what I would think of. You know, it's like if I was Kevin Feige, he wants to do, probably do something different. You know, he just doesn't want to make another Star fucking, Wars saga movie. He wants yeah. to Kevin Feige. Uh, a Skywalker yeah. saga movie. Or yeah, yeah. I, we've gotten confirmation that someone is making Knights of the Old Republic, right? I think it's the, people are saying it's Benny Off and Weiss, but we're not sure it's yet. But I think D&D. that's what's happening. Regardless of if it's D and D or not, I've heard rumblings that uh, that Kotor is already happening. Um, my dream project for Kevin Feige is fucking Knights of the Old Republic. Um, that he, I think he would absolutely kill that. That'd be um, cool. It would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, just the story is insanely intricate, and I I don't know if D and D can handle that. I mean, it could be that they're working together on that. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. He's producing and they're writing. Can you imagine D&D and Kevin Feige? Like, the best of D&D overwatched by Kevin Feige? Yeah. God, that would be fucking sick. Mm -mm -mm. That is true. He's not directing. He is just producing. So Mm -hmm. he could be fucking anything. It could be be everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What if they were just like, surprise, he's producing everything we ever do ever again. Everyone's like, oh, God. Yeah, he's, quote, unquote, too busy to produce (laughs) Spider-Man with Sony. That shit is hilarious. I don't think that'll happen, mostly because he can't do Marvel and Lucasfilm at the same time. And I think Lucasfilm is a lateral move for him. I think, if anything, when his his contract's up after Phase 4, because he's contracted only up to for the the next five years. He's going to do Phase 5, too. Maybe. But after that, I think he's going to take... Alan Horn's position. That's that's what would seem logical oh. to me. He's the president of production for all of Disney. Yeah. I mean, you so he maybe, can but still oversee Comic-Con, Marvel. Yeah. And at Comic Con, he talked about Phase Five. He said we hadn't even mentioned mutants in Fantastic Four yet. Oh, totally. He's doing Phase Five. Phase it's seven. for the next five, basically five years. He's contracted, which yeah, is yeah. however many movies and TV shows they can make by then, which is a fucking lot. Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But I, I yeah, I would say uh, at some point Kevin Feige is going to want to do something different because. There's not much that he hasn't already done at Marvel. You know what I mean? Okay, you say that, but he's not just anybody. He's a fanboy. Oh, totally. If you got, if someone chucked you into the Marvel sandbox and they were like, Mm -hmm. bro, do whatever you want. Yeah. Would you ever leave? Fuck. No, but if you could move up to the president (laughs) production and still oversee those films, I would say that's a fucking win. You know? If you get, if you get your hands in that sandbox less. 
That's true. He yeah. wouldn't then get I, his hands in that I, sandbox less. Then I don't think I would do it. But he'd also be overseeing Star Wars. He'd also be overseeing everything. You right. Know what I yeah. Mean? No, I mean, it, you know, he'd be like plus, a, like what Lasseter used to be for yeah. animation. You know, there's like pros and cons to this promotion you speak of. Um, I don't know if I would take it if I was him, and I don't know if he would. Uh, you know, it's tough to say. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, what you what what other th- like he could do uh like a Force Unleashed. If we're talking maybe. about properties that already yeah. exist. Yeah, maybe. Um, Force Unleashed could work. I would yeah. say even maybe doing something like back in the in between the OT mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, That'd between cool. episodes yeah. four through six. That'd be crazy. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could do some weird story about uh, not Lando, but um, fuck, what's his uh, like uh, what's that story? That's uh, it's the um, it's the story between four and five where Darth Vader and you meet Doctor Afra and all that. It's oh, the yeah, yeah. Karen Gillian run, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know, weird comic books because he's yeah. in the comics. So I mean, I bet he you is, he's reading the fuck. Yeah. He could use any of those he's really new comic. comic runs as inspiration for stories too. You know, so Do there's you a lot of potential. Think that he's gonna try to build some kind of a interconnected universe for Star Wars like he did for Marvel? No, no, I don't think so. You don't think? So? I think if he was running it, probably. Yeah. But but it's. I think that's a thing that's unique to Marvel. Like, I don't know if Star Wars can pull off the, I don't, nor should they pull off the um, interconnected thing. Yeah. Like when they teased yeah. uh, Darth Maul at the end of Solo, I was like, okay, this is cool, but it's clearly like you're doing a Marvel, you're pulling a Marvel mm-hmm. right now. I absolutely jizz my pants when that happens. It's cool, <laughs> but it's also like shit. And they didn't have the original actor coming back and play him. So he did the voice. I thought no. uh, he was on Collider Live, and he said they never, he never even got invited. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. They had some new, uh, some different guy do the voice. So you know, it's uh, in um, in Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. their third roommate, the guy who's taller and he gets all pissed at him. He's the first zombie they find. He's the guy who played Darth Maul, or at least voiced Darth Maul in the original. Um, yeah. Something Park. Uh, yeah, he's plays the tick. He's Randall the Park. Tick bef- uh, Randall I don't know. That was a callback to earlier. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, but he played the tick. I can't think of his name right now. I'm really bad with names, obviously, but. But yeah, so I, there's a lot that I could see Kevin Feige doing in the Star Wars universe. It's just really a matter of what interests him because he can do whatever, whatever the hell he wants. We know that. Yeah. Do you think they came to him with an idea or do you think he was like, this is what I want to do? He's probably like, yo, I don't have to make a Spider-Man movie anymore, so let's make this stuff happen. But now he's making a Spider-Man movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he thought it was a done deal. I mean, for all Ray we know, Park. dude, those, those... Ray Park and Randall Park are very close. No, no, no. Ray Park plays plays Darth Maul, but someone else voices him in the movie. Ray Park oh. isn't the voice of Darth Maul. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. They yeah. brought Ray Park back. Oh, yeah. No, no, they didn't. They, I'm sure? pretty sure they didn't. Did they use Ray Park for the actual movie? And, I don't think they did. Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to find out. <laughs> But either way, we know um, things on this show. It's interesting. Uh, it's interesting because there's a whole world of possibilities. And, you know, this is one of the things I've been saying for a long time. Like at Star Wars, you have a huge universe. Go do something different. You know what I mean? Let's see oh, yeah. something we haven't seen before. So that's what I'm excited about. And he's a huge geek for the property. So um, Ray Park, Solo, a Star Wars story, Darth Maul played by Ray Park. Okay. There you, I, I wasn't sure. So I'm glad you confirmed it. You're welcome. Uh, but he didn't voice but him again. That's just the of body, course. right? Yeah, yeah, it's just for the yes. for video, yes. not audio. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, there's not really much else we can say, I guess, at this point, because I mean, unless you guys have any other thoughts on Kevin Feige, but I mean, there's what if Spider-Man becomes a Jedi? No. I mean, that'd be dope. Multiverse of madness. 
You just see him start Connect shooting. Star Wars universe. You start shooting instead of web shooters. He has blasters. Pew 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 pew. Holy shit, that'd be insane. Yeah, We're that would be a pretty sweet crossover. Maybe. Yeah, uh, that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say. I mean, we'll obviously touch back on it when there's more developments. Yeah. But it's so wide open at this point that huge uh, news though. Oh, freaking massive, dude! It's exciting. I don't think anyone I don't saw think it coming. Massive, that, and I don't think anyone who heard about it that knows who Kevin Feige is was not excited about. Like everybody oh, yeah. I know is excited yeah. about this. Like there was not. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? So Insane. there's a lot of potential. It helps that they own his soul. <laughs> the so. Disney pretty much does own. No, one hundred percent. But he's also made them a lot, a shit ton of money. So they do. Guys, we have a fan question from the mailbox. Oh, uh, hey, we're actually, we have fans. I can't believe it. Cameron they Rose, write us in. Cameron Rose uh, wants to know, if you had Spider-Man's organic web shooters a la Tobey Maguire from the Sam Raimi films, but you did not have his strength and agility, what would you do with said powers? Now, remember, without that strength and agility, if you tried to web swing off of buildings and whatnot, you would probably fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you do? as a normal human being with web shooter powers. I'd fuck with people. I'd be like Peter <laughs> I'd be like Peter B Parker in uh in um Spider-Man um into the Spider-Verse yeah. and just like ding dong ditch people from like across <laughs> the street and like Great. sneak behind my house. Like that's pretty much I just fuck with people. Yeah. Have fun with it. What would you yeah. do? I feel like I'd find a, <laughs> a little bit of a more practical use um to still help some people in my community <laughs> instead of yeah. just messing with people. Yeah. Something like wow. opening uh, an art gallery and using the webs to hang the art on the walls. Ooh, like that's super stuff practical. Stuff like that. I don't know. That's super practical. You I can, am like, a big stupid idiot, and I would still try to swing for things. <laughs> I, would just start, like shorter I would start really small. I would just go outside like to like... Just hang on a tree, dude. The trees or like the light posts. I would try to swing between light posts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I'm going to fall, and I'm probably going to get hurt, but like, <laughs> I'm going to... Try this shit. You would least. also need to t test the tensile strength of your web views. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know what I would do for sure, though, is I would go around and like find on purpose. Because I don't have super strength, but you got the webs, you don't need it. I would go out and find bullies, mm. and I'd web them up. Yeah. Web them up, that's I'd good. I'd web up the bullies and be like, stop that. <laughs> I, could, I could see you. Like you just, you kind of rough them up, stop that. scare them up a little bit. Yeah, spook them. They don't know that I'm not super strong. I got fucking hey, spider webs. You. Hey, you. Stop it. Don't. You're bad. <laughs> what are you going to do about it, mister? <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I would make them, I'd make them think I was really strong because I had spider webs as powers. <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, yeah, but I would also prank people for sure, 100%. Like, no fucking doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. For the question, Cameron. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks Cameron. Cameron. We appreciate it. We want to hear more from you guys just like that. I'm the LA nerd at gmail.com. Drop us a comment, a query, a question. Talk shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we'll just respond. Please interact. That would be super dope. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I'm the LA nerd. And Taylor Salen, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me always uh, on Twitter at Taylor Salen. Uh, you can also find me writing for uh, agentthenerd.com as well as superhype.com. And starting this month, you can find me writing a few things for mandatory.com. Fancy Wee. AF. Lauren, people can come and see the Toxic Avenger, but where else can they find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on the Instagrams. Boomstick Theater is also on the Instagrams at Boomstick Theater. Um, yeah. Beautiful. And once again, I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves. I have started a YouTube channel and it, the support from the fans 
would be phenomenal. I've just uploaded a Birds of Trey. God damn it. <laughs> Birds of Prey trailer. Birds of re- Trey. You know what? That's how I feel about the movie. I don't even care about Birds the title. Of trailer. Birds of Prey trailer reaction, and it's getting actually pretty good uh, view counts uh, as of 24 hours, and I'm super proud of it, and I would love if you all could drop a comment and a like and a subscribe. It would really help me out. Um, I'm trying to do this hosting thing uh, more professionally, and I'm loving it, and I hope you guys enjoy what I do as well. I'm the only nerd on Instagram and Twitter at the same time. Oh, fuck yeah. We will be back with a Joker review for Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Later, nerds. This is my boomstick. (laughs) Sorry, I had to.